Welcome to The Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things, including movies, music, TV shows, books, and more. The Sip List does not claim ownership of any clips used in this episode, as any film, TV, or sound clips are owned by the original copyright holders. Additionally, this podcast does contain spoilers, so please be aware. This show does also contain explicit content, so please keep that in mind as you are playing it wherever you are, work, car, etc. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to The Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine or whatever and count down the top five favorites of all the things. And today we're doing an impromptu episode because I forgot I didn't have anything to release tomorrow. <laughs> so Shanna's here helping me out. Hey, Shan. Hello, everybody. Thanks for doing this at the last minute. No problem. I'm always good for a good top five. Yeah, it. I mean, typically this one wasn't too hard for me, like as far as putting them in order because they're all like none of them are really any of my favorite movies of all time but I so it wasn't like oh this is so difficult so yeah there's so many good ones related to this topic that I had a bunch and then I had to like whittle it down to what I wanted on my top five yeah exactly me too um so speaking of that the topic we are doing today is movies with a color in the title so um we've done movies with a number so I thought let's do movies with a color um, and I actually like these themes because they're just so random so I may try to start thinking of more and it also uh, kind of reminds you of movies that maybe you haven't seen in a while or that you just haven't seen and that right. you have on your list and have just kind of forgotten about so it's really neat to kind of put brains together and come up with like a to watch list Yes, which is what I like it's like you know I like having stuff in common with people on these but I also like, different stuff being brought up because then it's like oh i need to check that out if i haven't seen it or whatever so have you watched sharkula yet no i need a <laughs> i i gotta set aside some time i did write it down but i'm a little scared <laughs> I, I will not be upset if you don't watch it <laughs> i would feel kind of bad about asking you to waste an hour and half of your life and know uh. that you will never get it back well, I can do that on TikTok easily. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I'm invested now. I gotta, I gotta see what, what this shit's about. <laughs> <laughs> You'll need to be altered before you watch it, though. Don't go oh, yeah. sober. That's totally the plan. I made the mistake of watching Rubber for the first time completely sober, and I was like, "What is this horse shit?" And then I watched it drunk, and I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, let me pause this so I have enough time to inebriate myself. Uh, man. Okay. I, I will get it watched. Um, so I know that you just got off work. So again, thanks for doing this immediately. Um, do you have anything you're sipping on right now? I actually did make my drink in honor of being a guest on the show tonight or this afternoon or this evening. 
Um, I am actually drinking a Sprite Zero with blueberry lemonade rum. Ooh, yes. that sounds really good. It is delicious. Blueberry lemonade rum. Yes. I think I'd like it better if it was vodka, but still, yeah. That's you know, good. I have come to find out in my older age that I am more of a rum drinker than I am mm. a vodka. Uh, vodka makes me like not angry but very emotional <laughs> like, okay. you know tequila makes people's pants fall off right. vodka makes shanna cry oh that's not good whiskey makes me nauseous vodka makes me take my clothes off <laughs> vodka makes me very um yeah amorous yes sexually charged erotically <laughs> charged is that, so college, if, is that college talk for horny <laughs> so if i ever door dash like a bunch of nips of vodka george would be like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah then you get drunk amanda which george likes I to pull my hair when i'm drunk because it doesn't bother me <laughs> and i'm always like let's do it in the car instead of waiting till we get home he's like okay <laughs> <laughs> Vodka Amanda's always up for a good time. She's cool. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway. Vodka okay. Amanda's a hoe. Yeah, yeah, she is. <laughs> she is a hoe for show. Um, I so earlier today, um, my friend got me some edibles and stuff, and she got me the syrup that's like, you know, you put it in drinks or whatever. And I was a I was a little questionable because it expired a couple of months ago, but she was like, I'm sure it's fine. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. So I, it's, it's blue raspberry and I mixed it with a Sprite and I don't know, it doesn't really do anything. And I even increased the amount. It's like, I feel a slightly more mellow, but I don't feel like, you know, lit. euphoric and, and it gives me a headache. So I don't think I'm going to use it. Yeah. Unless it's like, edibles are for me because like when I first started dabbling I tried one I'm like this edible didn't do shit mm -hmm. so I ate another one and then the, the effects of the first one hit it like right before you know or like right after I ate the second one I'm like oh my god I'm gonna die <laughs> <laughs> yeah edibles are hit and miss I mean my brownie experience I I never want to experience that ever again it made me really hesitant to even try anything um, my worst my, experience ever. <laughs> I have a very specific person that I go to every time for my edibles and they are immaculately consistent. And it's just because it was my first time with edibles. I was expecting them to hit like a bud or like a, a joint would like right away. No, they take fucking forever. Yeah. So I always find that if I eat the edible and then I eat something with fat in it, it helps disperse it and you know helps your body metabolize it and it ups the the effect so try that next time like eat you know like a, some cottage cheese or string cheese or something oh i was thinking like pizza that, <laughs> that works too that works too but yeah um, they say eat something with um some fat in it and it helps okay i'll try that yeah the so my i have a friend who actually has a shop like um and so she's giving me stuff, but this is my other friend just started using stuff, not using. I mean, it's the stuff we're doing is legal. Right. Is it legal there <laughs> legal. in Texas? No. Oh, oh okay. Um, but 
I had the other night, I took a half of one and nothing happened. So it was like an hour later, I took the other half and then I was recording drafts and like right in the middle. So like an hour 45 after I'd taken it, it hit right in the middle of the show. And I was like, whoa, I am so high right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your co-hosts were like, this is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, luckily I wasn't bad, except I was just laughing a lot. And somehow manifesting my thoughts into other people. Oh, it was real weird. Like three people in a row. Literally, I was like, please don't let them pick this song. And then that's what they picked. Oh. And then the next person, I'm like, please don't let them pick this one. And then that's what they picked. And I'm like, do I have some kind of uh, gummy superpower? <laughs> Is my camera showing my list? <laughs> no. No, I meant that was probably oh, what would yeah. go through oh my, my head. God. I'd be like, oh my God. Is it reflecting off of my glasses? Like, what is <laughs> happening? Maybe. Oh. So, anyway, all that to say, I am just drinking a little bit of Cabernet out of my, I'm not always a bitch. Just kidding. Go fuck yourself cup. Nice. My aunt got me this and I love it. Okay. So, we are going to do our top five, but first, we're going to do some sip libs. And the one I decided on ties into a conversation we were having in the chat earlier. Okay. So this one is called Abducted by Aliens. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to find out what the, what the aliens want to do with us uh, when they get us. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm going to let you start. Verb okay. ending in ing. Mm, felching. Say what now? Felching. Sel belching or sel felching like sucking jizz out of a butthole oh my god okay i didn't know what that was wait <laughs> hey, how does it never mind <laughs> what do you like have a shoot it off into a shot glass and then go pour it in there and then just what <laughs> okay it's usually more than one person or like dudes oh so it's like you're doing a london bridge and then you just okay i got it all right. <laughs> Your Google search history is about to be lit. Yeah. Okay. Verb ending in ed for me. I'm going to say fucked. Verb ending in ed for you. Annihilated. Nice. A noun for me. I'm going to say booby tassels. Ooh. Get that in the bag, Corinne. Booby tassels. <laughs> um, a verb. Mm, snarl. Mm. Animal. Um, go back to my favorite trash panda. A noun. Oh. Canteen. Okay. As long as it's not a canteen full of jizz, Jesus. Um, and not to bet, not to felt with you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, let's see. Noun. I'm gonna say vodka. Noun for you. Kaleidoscope. Oh wow. That's a good one. Random word. I like to just come with or come here. Yeah. <laughs> first thing that comes into my brain. It's my muff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could never be on live TV because no. someone would say something and I would just die laughing. Yep. 
and once you start, like you just you can't stop it. Did you ever see the video but with the news anchors when they're talking about double fisting? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be us. She's double fisting over there. She's fisting. <laughs> what? I think they I hope you all know I mean my my drinks. <laughs> okay. Uh, a place. I'm gonna say Satan's asshole. Oh. And last one, a number. Damn it. Two. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> I was selching along the sidewalk when an alien fucked me. <laughs> I mean, that tracks. <laughs> That's what you were doing. What'd you expect? Uh-huh. I was annihilated into their booby tassels and it blasted off. Then the alien asked me to snarl in the TV. <laughs> on the TV. I was surprised they spoke English. The aliens had a pet trash panda. We ordered a canteen and it tasted good. As we came back into the galaxy, one alien asked me if I wanted a vodka. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said no, but I would like a kaleidoscope. Oh. <laughs> he got it for me and then dropped me off at Satan's asshole. Then I realized I had been gone for two years. Hmm. I mean... Okay. Don't selch along the sidewalk if you don't want to get alien fucked. Yeah. Like, I mean, you'd have a better chance if you'd, you'd be up for it if you drank some vodka. Yeah, exactly. That's why you <laughs> offered it. <laughs> Bring out the felching tube. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we are doing, like I said, top five movies with a color in the title. And I, I know we were kind of talking. I think. I think for sure we'll have one in common. I have two on here that I think you'll also have. Um, but I, for sure you have to have one of these two that I'm thinking of. Okay. I'm going to go with at least one, maybe two. Okay. All right. Well, I am going to let you start with your number five. My number five is the Prince Classic Purple Rain. Girl, that is my number five, too. <laughs> Was that one of the ones you thought we'd have in common? Actually, no. Oh, I love Prince. Everything about Prince. I absolutely adore him. And Purple Rain is such a, I don't know. I, I love the story and I love Morse Day and the motherfucking time. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we. Oh. <laughs> um, and I remember watching it as a kid and having all kinds of confused feelings during that love scene. Yeah. I was like, this is this is uh, making me feel some kind of way. Yeah. Because, to be honest, Prince is a beautiful man. He really is. His eyes are mm -hmm. just like... And the skin, like the, the color of his skin. Oh, he's just, he looks like velvet. Yes. He looks so... And I love how androgynous he can be. And, like, in one picture, he, you know, he's neither feminine nor masculine and then in one picture he can be masculine and he's very he's right up there with david bowie to me with the end yeah. and i love yeah, it yeah. yeah and i just watching him play the guitar and he's just like it's, he was such an amazing guitar player like yes. for me probably top three mm -hmm. um, i mean i might even put him above Jimi hendrix i, have to I would it, but um yeah he's just fucking amazing i always talk about this um I was reading some article and I don't remember what it was about, but it somebody was interviewing Lenny Kravitz and they were like, 
you know, what's it like to be the greatest guitarist of all time? And he was like, I don't know. Ask Prince. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like for real. I love Lenny. Yeah, me too. You'd have uh, to be a really fucking cool dude to have the first name Lenny. Mm -hmm. As a stage name. Yeah. Definitely not like Lenny and Squiggy. No. Get anywhere. You know, the other thing I love about Purple Rain, and I, I don't understand how this trend hasn't come back, but I need somebody to bring it back. Capes. Apollonia and her capes. I fucking love capes. Like, capes need to be a thing again so that I can wear one everywhere I go. Wear one anyway. I could. Abby had me watching Riverdale back when it first came on, and um, Veronica always wore a cape. And I was like, man, I thought that would spur a new fashion trend because Riverdale was a pretty hot show. You know, right. At the time. I was like, okay, capes are coming back. I'm ready to go get some. No. Nope. <laughs> I would have bought them anyway and be like, they're eventually going to come back if I have to bring them back myself. Yeah. I, I would wear all kinds of capes and clothes. Yes. Like, Every outfit would have to come with one. Like, yes. not just the black ones. I'm talking like, you know, I've got a Chanel suit and I want the matching cloak or whatever. Yeah, I I think I have, I actually think I have, like, a cape from um, Torrid's Outlander series. Oh. I think it's in my closet. Unless I donated it. Yeah, I love the capes, but I didn't understand the lingerie. I mean, she looked hot, but who wears lingerie out in public? Yeah, no, I didn't get that either. I was like, I mean, I know like Madonna in the 80s that that stuff was cool, but she was like straight up in a like a bustier and some thigh highs and a, a you know what I mean? Like it was, yeah. she wasn't dressed. <laughs> Appropriately. But whatever, she looked hot. Yeah. Hey, well now I'm excited because I, I mean... I don't want us to have all the same ones, but I actually didn't know if you'd have Purple Rain. And we yes. have it in the same spot. Yes. All right. I will tell you that every single one of my choices is a different color. So okay. I, did not, I did not repeat a color. Okay. All right. Well, then let's skip to number four. What's yours? White Oleander. <gasps> Good one. Yeah, I love that movie. And I love the book. I haven't read the book. Oh, it's, of course, you know, with us being the literature chicks that we are, the book, it is just the imagery that it portrays in the book. And then, you know, reading that first and then watching how it's portrayed on screen, it was top notch. They did such a good job with it. Okay. I'm writing it down to read the book. Plus Michelle I Pfeiffer. I have so long. What? Plus Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. I mean. She's a goddess. Yeah. You can't ever go wrong with her. No. It's like perfection. Even her in Scarface, where she played a trashy chick. She's so beautiful. Yeah. And she just, like, stole the screen. Yep. Her and cute little uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Yes, Never. with that, the poof that she had going at the end. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. She, I feel like she didn't have the career I thought she would have. Between Scarface and then, you know, it was years later, but Robin Hood, I really thought... Yeah. She would have a bigger career than she had. She's gorgeous. Yeah, so gorgeous. Okay, good choice. I didn't have that one. Um, but my number four, you said white, and I thought we were going to have another one in common. Uh, my number four is the 2004 comedy White Chicks. Oh, that is a great one. I love that movie. I don't care what anyone says. 
whether it's aged well, not aged well, whatever. I don't give a fuck. That movie nope. is funny. Yep. <laughs> I love that movie. I, I completely forgot about that one. That one is right up there with the hot chick for me. Yeah, the hot chick is good too. And Dre, if you're listening, I know that you don't like this movie because you think it's stupid, but other people are always like having a nitpick it about how it, you know, inappropriate it is. And I'm like, just shut up and let me enjoy this movie. Yeah. Even for me, it's not so much about them being white girls as it is just being girls. Yeah. Watching these two big men try to be girls. It's just like freaking hilarious. And there's a lot of movies that are deemed classics that would not age well now. Oh, for sure. But they're still, sure. you know what I mean? Like Gone with the Wind, if you think about some oh, of yeah. the the things that are in there, like you're like, oh my gosh, domestic violence, rape, you know? Well, and, and and a lot, some of it, or a lot of it is historically inaccurate, which I think Black people have a problem with, and rightfully so. Yeah. But it's not a movie we would ever make today. You can appreciate it for what it was and yep. also understand that things are different. So anyway. Okay. So yeah, White Chicks. One of the funniest movies ever. Yeah. And, and Terry singing the... <laughs> Singing the I would walk a thousand miles and he's so and I need you and I miss you. I almost picked that last night in the draft for karaoke songs. Because it was so like I could do a whole nother list of that. Yeah. But yeah, good song. Okay. Uh what's your number three? Black Panther. Ooh, okay. I did write that down. It didn't make my top five, but that's an excellent choice. Yes. I loved, I love Marvel movies in general, but mm -hmm. I really liked this one too. Just, you know, for the, just the imagery and the storyline. So it is. And I mean, it had some star power. Um, oh, hell yeah. You know, and they did it justice. Marvel did it amazing justice and i it's one of those movies like if it's on i'll rewatch it like i don't care if i have it on you know dvd or whatever if it's right. on tv i stop and i watch it and it never gets old and it's got so much yeah. intricate detail that every time you watch it i don't care how many times you've seen it you see something different each time yeah and I love all the badass women in that movie. Oh, have like, you seen Wakanda Forever? I haven't. We have. Oh. We got it. We just haven't. We haven't not had time to do anything lately. So you, if you want to think about badass women, that is yeah. like the epitome. It's like all of the women go fucking batshit, and it is I amazing. It. Yeah, I feel like Black Panther and Wonder Woman really gave us like amazing imagery like beautiful sets and backgrounds because they were both like on their own private islands you know right and then you have wonder woman 1984 which has my future husband in it chris pine pedro oh okay i was like <laughs> i, 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 I can pedro keep chris bad. pine uh, no Pe pedro yeah <laughs> yeah gotcha. i mean i i i put chris pine on the list I'd yeah but yeah Okay. I just can't get past him with Audrina Patridge, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I always wanted him to be with Reese Witherspoon after that movie they were in together. With Tom Hardy? Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but I thought it was so cute. Yeah. I love Tom, I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, um, so my number three, this is one I kind of thought you might have. Um, so we'll see. But it's from 2005. Red Eye. 
I do not have that one on my list, but it, I just watched that last weekend. Nice. I actually just watched it the other day. I think uh, we were watching it around the same time. I think I said I was watching it. You're like, I'm going to watch that. Right. I love I love Cillian Murphy. Like I told mm-hmm. you, I love an un- unhinged man. He's so creepy. <laughs> I, I feel bad for him because he's so creepy. Like, I don't. I don't think I could like him in real life because he's so creepy. <laughs> he's super creepy. Like, he was super creepy even in 28 Days Later. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... You know. I think it's because he has such... Like, most people have one strong feature or two. Like, all of his features are super strong. Yeah. That his face just looks kind of... Villainous. Like, yeah. Almost, <laughs> like, animatronic. Yeah. Um, I just really like that movie. I, you know, I like movies like thrillers or even horror where most of the action takes place in a single location only because I, I have more appreciation for it. Yeah. I have to say that that's my favorite, but like, you know, this or like misery, it, you know, phone booth, phone booth, like to be able to keep the audience's attention. Now, granted, Red Eye had some stuff kind of all over the place, but mostly it took place on a plane. Yeah. And- I love Rachel McAdams. It's, you know, a good background movie for me. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's on, I'll definitely just leave it on, even if I'm not, like, fully paying attention. So, all right. Well, my next two, I also think you have to have at least one of them. But if not, you know what? We still have Purple Ring. Yes. Uh, What is your number two? Molly Ringwald, Pretty in Pink. That's my number one. (laughs) I love that movie. I love her. I love Ducky. I want my own Ducky. I know. Except you know that, I mean, in that movie, he's not gay, but I feel like that was like the gay best friend trope before it became a trope. Yeah. Except he was like insanely infatuated with her. Like he would have done anything for her. And he did. He got his ass kicked. Yeah. He was a little bit, he was a little bit stalky, but I'll forget it because he's so cute and funny. Like when he drives by on his bike. Yeah. It's like, hey. <laughs> and when he's like hitting on Annie Potts at the bar, at the club. Yeah. Trying to make her jealous. And she's like, get off me. Yeah, that is a great movie. Um, Andrew McCarthy was the tits back in the day. He was, oh, he my, was so dreamy. Uh, I think my favorite movie to watch him in for the attraction factor is Less Than Zero. I wouldn't wouldn't say it's my favorite movie of his, but um, I would say that's the movie I find him most attractive in. And And we watch him do a lot of kissing. Can we pause for a second and give credit to the great um, Spade? Uh, James Spader? James Spader, yes. Fucking Steph. You knew that when he walked around in those pants and loafers with no socks, he was going to be a prick. Oh, yeah. And the trench coat. Like, give me yeah. a break, dude. And the feathered hair. My God. <laughs> I mean, he and he's still, like, I don't know if, if you watch The Blacklist or for mm-hmm. anybody that watches The Blacklist, like, he's still, he's such a great actor and having this great career. But, yeah, he was good at playing the douche. Have you ever seen the movie he did with Keanu Reeves called The Watcher? I haven't. Put that one on your list. It is so fucking creepy. He plays a cop. And Keanu Reeves is a serial killer. <gasps> what? I know. And Keanu Reeves, oh, like, baby. yeah, and he's so good at it. And he, like, he spends the entire movie taunting James Spader. 
the old like killer sending him with the cops routine. Yeah, he's like he sends him clues about who his next victim's going to be, and basically dares him to find them first and save them. Oh wow, it's so good. Okay, I wrote it down. Oh yes, pretty in pink, and the music, mm-hmm. and that song at the prom. Um, oh my God, what is the name of that song? Now all of a sudden I have "Don't You Forget About Me" in my head. That's what I have stuck in my head too. Like <laughs> it's not the Breakfast Club. Um. Oh, the way he says "I love you" to Andy in that white suit, and I'm just like, "Oh, I love you." I was okay. not a fan of her prom dress, though. I wasn't either, but also she made it herself. She was super poor. Yeah. So I appreciate the ingenuity, and I think she was trying to be pretty edgy. I didn't like it either. It wasn't. Yeah. Because we grew up in the generation, if you have red hair, you don't wear pink. True. That is very true, and I love that she did yeah. that. Um, okay. Well, that was my number one. So I feel like you, your number one has to be my number two, but we've I never don't... talked. I don't think it is. Okay. Well, in all fairness, we've never discussed this movie, so I could be completely off base. My number two is Black Swan. I have that as an honorable mention. Okay. That movie is a mindfuck. Mindfuck of, like, the highest degree. But, fuck, I love Tchaikovsky. I love ballet. And the, oh, Natalie Portman is just so amazing. Yeah, I mean, everybody is. Mila Barbara Hershey too. Barbara Hershey, yes. Like, and like when she's trimming her nails, and then she picks up that hangnail and it rips ugh. the skin up her. I've had nightmares like my entire yeah. life of that exact scenario. I don't watch that part. Like I close oh my. my eyes. Or when her mom's trimming her nails and she nicks her, and I'm like, ah, yeah. why is she cutting her scissors or fingernails with scissors? Right? Like, what are you doing? Like, get some cuticle nippers. Like, quit pulling at shit. Like, come on now. Yeah, I, I that's not a movie that I like watch often, but every once in a while I'll be like, I think I need to rewatch this, or if I happen to see that it's on, I'll watch it. But I just thought it was such an amazing movie, so yes. well done. The music was like its own story, you know, Swan Lake, and then all you know, I don't know. Anyway, I just think yeah. that movie is amazing. Yes, it's so clever and like it. Yeah, it, I think I've seen it maybe three times in my life. Because, like you said, it's not one that you're like, I'm bored. I'm going to watch White Swan. Right. Like, <laughs> it has to be something that triggers me to want to watch it. Like, I saw someone say something about it. or A lesbian you know, love scene. Right. If I'm feeling a little same yeah. sexy. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'll watch some Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman. And Mila some- Kunis is so dirty hot. I know. Like, watch some cunnilingus. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, you know... People watch porn like it's a thing. That's fine if I'm I'm going to admit that I watch it, but I tend to watch the girl on girl stuff, not because that's what I'm into, but because it's not as violent. They have, like, <laughs> listen to us. They have, like, <laughs> if you go looking for it, they have stuff that is designed for women. It's like lovemaking. Yeah, it's like, like, yeah. Let me throttle you till you die. Yeah, it's a, like, if you look for it, you'll find it. Okay, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> look at us giving information I, to the yeah, masses. The more you know. I mean, exactly. All right. Well, what is your number one? My number one is a movie I remember seeing when I was like 13 or 14. 
Um, it's got Jeff Bridges, Scott Wolf, Ryan Philippe, oh. Jeremy Sisto. It's White Squall. Yeah, that's a good movie. That movie makes me cry so hard. Every time. Never fails. I haven't seen it in so long, but, oh. but I, I did remember it. Ugly crying just everywhere. Snot. <laughs> Especially, you know, spoiler alert, when Ryan Philippe is dying and he's scared of drowning and he's scared of heights and, <laughs> you know, and he's crying because he's getting ready to drown. And then when they're in the courtroom, you know, and then Scott Wolf, like, you know, you don't, we don't give up on each other. And then Jeremy Sisto starts ringing the bell. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's like snot dripping down my face. Like my upper yeah. lip is soaked. My mustache has beads of tears. It's awful. <laughs> Like, I can't watch it in the company of other people. Yeah. No, I'm with you. That was a good movie. I haven't seen it in so long, but yeah, I do remember that it was a sad one. Yeah. Um, I didn't have that one at all, but great choice. Okay. So, two in common. That's yes. that about. I figured you had to have Pretty in Pink. Oh, for sure. Well, that was like the first I one I put on. Pink. What's that? Oh, I said Black Swan. I was iffy on. Yeah, but I thought for sure Pretty in Pink. Yeah, but it's definitely on my honorable mentions. Um. Well, what are your other honorable mentions? Fried Green Tomatoes. <gasps> I have that too. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yes. <laughs> um. Black Klansman. Oh, I forgot about that one. That is a good movie. And Golden Compass. I don't know that one. It's kind of along the lines of. Um, Chronicles of Narnia, but it's got uh, Nicole Kidman in it. Okay. It's pretty good. I've, I've only seen it a handful of times, but it's one of my daughter's favorites, so it kind of holds a special spot for nice. me. Okay. Um, so I had the ones you just mentioned except the last one. Um, I also had White Christmas, yeah. Um, Moulin Rouge, which was hard to leave out of my top five, but I already had a red one, so I didn't want another red one. I had that one. I was like, Rouge. I was like, I mean, I could well, technically put it on there. Rouge is like French for red. French, yeah. I was so. like, so I could put that on there. But then I was like, no, I, yeah. I, I'm i going to go with something else. Um, I had Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I thought about that one. <laughs> I mean, that movie is just like, when you need a good laugh, that movie is so good. Oh, yeah. I love, like, when did, when did Harold get hot? Uh, I know, right? Cal Penn is so hot. I can't stand it. He was No, on... Harold's the Asian one. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. But he is hot, too. You're right. Yeah, Kumar is pretty up there, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, Cal Penn is like on my list now since he was on um, he was on the show with Kiefer Sutherland that got canceled. It was called Designated Survivor. Yeah. That? yeah. Yeah. He was so hot on that show. I was like, you can be my press secretary. I'll give you some stuff to press. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Press me into the desk. Um, and then the other one I had is Fool's Gold. Ooh, that one's a good one. That is, I love that movie. It's so cute. And nice you know background and all that is that the mcconaughey one yeah i always get that one confused with the um one with paul walker where they're, I mean, oh, they're into the blue yeah. yeah 
I get those two confused because they're both like treasure hunting. Right. And let's be honest, I would go treasure hunting with either of them. <laughs> I'd pick up trash off the side of the road with either of them. Yeah. So. Have you noticed now that you've hit your 40s and maybe it's just me, I am absolutely a feral teenager. Yeah. I'm just like, my God. Well, this is supposed to be when we hit our sexual peak is like apparently 30s to 40s. And oh, my God. I, I will definitely like, say for any young ladies that might be listening for me and for other people I've talked to orgasms got way better when I was in my thirties. Like, yeah. Lasted longer. were more powerful and still is kind of like that. So heck yeah. Do you think it's because maybe because we're older, chances are our partners are older. So they're a little more experienced as well. I mean, maybe might be a combination of both. But I feel like the whole, you know, it's a stereotype for a reason, but, you know, older women dating younger men, I think that it's like the younger partners are good, but when we need to, we need to be older. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think too, being educated and learning more and what to, you know, I can think back to some experiences I've had where I'm like, oh my God, how did I not know that I should have done, you know, Y instead of Z. Mm -hmm. Like just because nobody tells you, you have to figure it out. (laughs) Exactly. And like I'll be honest, sex in my teens and early 20s was fucking trash. Yeah, most of mine was too. There was a little bit that was, you know, but that was to me was more about the feelings, which it kind of is for girls. Right. Like so yeah. Well, all right. That was a nice little tangent, but again, the more you know. We're here to educate. Exactly. We're still going to do a full-on sex episode. We should. We should. And I better get an invite for that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) We So we had talked about it like months and months ago about a top five favorite sex positions. Mm -hmm. And it was going to be three guys and three girls so that we could like, you know, but I just haven't ever gotten it planned. That's a lot of people to organize. Maybe we'll narrow it down a little. But yeah, I think I have one episode about sex. It's like two hours long and it's, you need to listen people. I mean, you need to know if you don't know, you need to know. Yeah. And there's no shame in like experimenting yeah. and figuring it out. Somebody That's needs to tell you. Fun. Well, all right. Um, so on that note, yay. Thanks for doing this again. Like I said, um, why don't you tell people about our show and where they can find you? Amanda and I, um, we co-host a show that drops every Tuesday. Um, Except this Tuesday, sorry. <clears throat> that's okay. That's okay because the case that I have is is still developing, so it gives me a chance to keep updating oh. my story. Okay. Um, so with that being said, Amanda and I co-host a show, a little show we like to call Crime Rewind, where we take cases that aren't getting a lot of attention. Maybe they've gotten cold. Maybe they're super old. Maybe they just haven't gotten the attention that they deserve. And we kind of present it in a new way where I research it, dig up all the dirt, and present the information as I found it to Amanda. And she kind of gives her first impressions because sometimes the first impression makes all the difference. They haven't, they haven't been had their opinions filtered and watered down by you know what the, the media deems important. So that's what we do. Yes, and it is a lot of fun, and um, if you like true crime, definitely check it out. Um, and then this is the sip list, obviously. 
Um, I also co-host an evening at the movies with Casey. And then um, we are a part of the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network. So you can go check out the other shows there. Um, there's something for everybody except a true crime show. Wink, wink. We also need to bring up that we have a new podcast with Mr. Casey as yes. well called Literature Reapers. We just have one show out now. So we are just up and coming on that where we read a book as a group and review it much like uh, Casey and you do on an evening at the movies. Yeah. And that is called Literature Reapers. And I believe that drops on Mondays. Yeah, I think so too. And it was a good one. So lots of podcast stuff out there for your listening pleasure. Um, go check it out. And again, Shanna, thank you, my dear, my love. Thank you for having me. It is always a blast. A partner in crime. <laughs> Apparently we can, we can never meet in real life because we will cause too much trouble. Good thing George is a lawyer because he can hold our bail money. <laughs> he's not a lawyer, but he oh. could be. Yeah, well, he could get us out of some shit. Yes, he could get us out of some shit. Yes. All right. Well, have a great day. Um, this will drop on Thursday. And everybody else, I hope you have a great day, night, morning, whatever. And when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.